Welcome to the Mindset Design Podcast with your host, Arlen Moore. In this podcast, the hope is to provide the listener with actionable advice and inspiration to inspect their own mindset and make the changes they need to achieve success and fulfillment in their own life. If you'd like to support the show and learn more about mindset design, visit mindsetdesign.com or go to who.b/arlen. That's h-o-o.be/arlen. Or simply share an episode with a friend. That would be fire. Enjoy the show, and here's your host, Arlen. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Arlen. Welcome back to the Mindset Design Podcast. I'm very excited going into this week. By the time this is released, it will be Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021. And uh, I'm excited going into this podcast because I am... I'm honestly just excited for the first question. <laughs> so we, we should just roll right into it. Let's let's do it. So uh, we're going into a question from Jacob Matatek, who's the founder of a brand called Paradise Hills. Um, let me, uh, so what I'm going to do actually, and the reason I'm excited is because I, I mean, guys, I love e- uh, e-commerce. I love building online businesses. I love clothes, like clothing brands. I obviously have 8am house, um, you know, previously known as 8am collection, previously also known as 8am studios, but Jacob is someone who has been in maxi for a while and he built a brand called paradise Hills and he sent it, uh, he, he sent one of his sweatshirts to me and I thought it was a really cool design. And I also thought it, um, I, I just thought it looked cool and I wear it. And so, without further ado, I'm basically going to go to shopparadisehills.com for Jacob and kind of go over his site and give him some feedback. So, my goal with this is that, you know, if you have any interest in building an online store, then you'll kind of hear my thoughts and what I think about when I um, am building a store. And... um, Let's dive into it. So Jacob's question that he asked was networking, getting his clothes into the right hands and making more sales from his clothes. So the first thing I'm going to do, Jacob, is I'm going to look at your your site. So URL, shopparadisehills.com. Great. Obviously, paradisehills.com would be uh, the, the better domain name. It looks like it's not even going anywhere. I'm going to go to GoDaddy for you. So godaddy.com, if you don't know, is where you can buy domains. If you guys are new to this, paradisehills.com. Let's see what's up with this. Ah, it's available for $2,000, which (laughs) that might sound like a lot for a domain. Um, My domain, mindsetdesign.com, was actually around the same. It was about $2,000, and I bought it. But um, paradisehills.com, see, Jacob, you're about, I would say six months to a year away from just purchasing this, purchasing this outright, depending on how much you have saved, or maybe you even ask for a loan from your parents. um, This would be a really great thing for you to snatch up because paradisehills.com is so much cooler than paradise or than shopparadisehills.com. And I know it sounds crazy to spend $2,000 on a domain, but you're basically claiming that name forever. 
And I mean, I really like it. Like you could get paradisehills.com. You can get paradisehills.co. You already have shop Paradise Hills, but paradisehills.com. Bro, imagine telling people your website, paradisehills.com. Like, and you know, it's, it's just so smooth. I know people who've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on domains, um, or at least tens of thousands of dollars. I know a, a couple people actually that have spent well over 2000. So, um, you know, I know it sounds like a lot, but you're really solidifying the, um, the, the message of the brand by doing that. Now, as far as the site goes, I'm looking at it. If you guys are interested, you know, and you're on a laptop or something, you can go to paradise shop. Par- sorry. See, I'm already saying paradisehills.com. shop paradisehills.com, um, with Jacob. And I really like this photo. Um, I think it, and I, I know I talked to you a bit about the mood and what you were trying to convey. And it even says, if you scroll down the page a little, a message to everyone. This is a message to the people who are depressed, sad, struggling, or even just not feeling like yourself. You are loved. I know you'll do great things in life. This is just a roadblock that you'll eventually pass through. Tell someone you love them today. They might need it. That's amazing. I like that you're leading with the ethos of the brand. Um, I like that you have that very central to the site. And I also like that you have you have just two designs available, which I think is cool. Um, and then you have at the bottom, join the club. Don't be lame. Be notified. Next collection. And then you have your typical footer at the bottom. So very cool. I'm going to give you some feedback now. The first thing that I will say is while this picture is very cool, Jacob, I would highly, highly encourage you and anyone who has a clothing brand to have eye contact with the model on the homepage. The, if you go to, for example, one of the you know most popular brands in the world, the, you know Victoria's Secret, I use this example quite a bit, victoriasecret.com, you go there, and the very first thing you do is make eye contact with a stunning woman. <laughs> um, but you'll notice that on Victoria's Secret, it's just models and models and models just staring at you. Why? Because eye contact holds eye contact and it keeps you on the site a lot longer. They are staring, the models are staring directly into the lens, into your soul. And, um, you know, for, for site traffic, it's obviously been tested. You know, one of the Victoria's Secret being a multi-billion dollar brand, um, you know, they obviously know this. So I would highly recommend having the model, you know, up front in this, I like, don't get me wrong. I love the, I love the photo, but I would have just brought her like into the foreground. So now you have something in the foreground, you have the model in the foreground, you have the, the subject, you know, the, the hoodie in the foreground, you can see the design. And then she's staring with that look that communicates everything you're trying to communicate with your message. And like, if you had a photo, Jacob, that captured that ethos, you know, imagine just a, a, an expression, a model with the expression of, you are loved, um, but you know you're going through a tough time, and maybe the best way to get out of that tough time is to tell someone else that they're loved. I, I mean, I think the message of the brand is fantastic. I wouldn't even really change too much about it. Um, I will say that instead of saying a message to everyone, it's not a message to everyone, and I think you should be you should own that. You know, when you try to sell to everyone, you sell to no one. I would say a message to 
you know, and you know, you might have to work this over, but like, it's a message to a very specific type of person. I mean, you said this is a message to the people who are depressed, sad, struggling. Um, you are loved. So it's not a message to everyone. It's a message to the people who are depressed, sad, and struggling. So perhaps I would maybe take this block Helvetica text out and just make this text um, down below it that is lowercase. I would make, I would put something in, like a font that's sort of in between there. And maybe don't choose Helvetica. You know, I know Helvetica is a very attractive font, uh, but maybe something a little bit more uh, frisky <laughs> uh, that, that kind of communicates this sad, depressed, struggling thing. Um, and I think that would be really, really cool. So um, the last thing I'll say about your homepage is the join the club, like the email thing. Um, not super compelled to join because I have no reason to really. I mean, sure, if I become kind of a cult to this to this brand, I will do that. But like immediately, you know, the, nothing is sold out, right? And like I don't really know what to look forward to. So if I land on the site and I scroll to the bottom, it's just that, that message on the bottom, I would want to see it be a little bit more like incentive-based. Um, I mean, I think it's great. I think, um, it, you know, it's not a major issue. Obviously, this isn't ruining anything. But if you do plan on doing a lot of email marketing, um, you might want to just think at least if you're going to use that message, how are you going to build up the hype of like, if you don't get the drop, it's, you know, it's gone forever because that just isn't communicated quite as much. Um, but all in all, I mean, I think it's, I, I think this is really cool and I love it. And... I think it's also cool you have a music tab up here that launches to um, what looks like a Spotify playlist that you created. So I think that's awesome. Overall, this is really awesome, dude. Um, I'm proud. I think you guys should go cop a piece from shopparadisehills.com so that Thomas can buy that $2,000 domain name. <laughs> um, what about paradisehillsclub.com? Is that available? Yeah, you should. Okay, Paradise Hills Club is available. Um, you could cop that one. It's only a dollar a month or twelve ninety nine. So, check that out. All right, awesome, Jacob. Looking forward to talking to you more soon. I think there's a lot we can do with this brand. I've really only just uh, got into the tip of the iceberg, but we could really, you know, blow this thing up. I love it. Cool. Um, the last thing I'll say, Jacob, cause I know you asked about networking is, yeah, I mean, look at, look at the history of streetwear brands and like how they blow up. A lot of them are really blowing up or a lot of them blew up because they were just associated with a certain celebrity, right? Like, uh, anti-social social club grew up or blew up because Kanye wore the hoodie and that was pretty much it. So if you can associate yourself with some celebrity and some celebrity that's particularly popping, might recommend going down the TikTok route. I think there's a lot of sad boy type TikTokers that would appreciate this brand. Um, I think you could absolutely crush it with that. Part of the battle there, you know, is um, is is getting that getting your stuff in front of them. So what I would do, honestly, is I would DM a thousand influencers. Make a list of like a thousand that you would dream of working with and just spend a day or two messaging all of them. And don't send like, and 
one piece of advice I might give you actually, I could go on and on here, but instead of just messaging them, you know, mention them in your Instagram story. Think maybe there's a creative way you can send a DM. And if the DM doesn't work, then do like three or four a day and say like, uh, you know, Lil Huddy would look great in this shot in this Paradise Hills Club uh, hoodie. Like he, and then Lil Huddy sees that you mentioned him in his story, goes and looks at it and is like, oh bro, this is amazing. I would look great in it. Let me go cop it. Just a little idea. And I, I mean the, the, with that, what I would encourage you to do is start thinking far outside the box, Jacob. All right. Next one is from Will. Will Murphy. What's up, Will? Will asks, how would you go about the idea of having a guilty pleasure and try to use it less often in able to create more, uh, in able to be more creative and involved? Guilty pleasures. Yeah. So to be all, totally honest, I'm kind of engaging in a guilty pleasure right now. <laughs> I've got this matcha chocolate cake from from Butcher's Daughter that I got last night. And it's kind of a guilty pleasure. What I'll say about it is um, everything, in moder- everything in moderation, my friend. As long as you can go two weeks without it and not really care, then I think it's not a problem at all. Like... Coffee is a great example. What I found helps me the most like to overcome guilty pleasures, you know, coffee, sweets, that kind of thing. Um, I'll just ask myself, because I'm very competitive by nature. Uh, I'll just ask myself, can I go a day without coffee? I'll just ask myself and, I'll, and then like I'll kind of answer myself in a weird little way. I'll be like, fuck yeah, I can. Like nothing, nothing owns me. I'm not owned by coffee. Like, yeah, of course I can go a day without coffee or two weeks without coffee. And then I do it just to like prove it to myself. So I would try asking yourself that question. Um, And in addition to that, this is going to be way out of left field, Will, but I would highly recommend checking out Jonathan White on YouTube. Jonathan White is a, it's going to sound way, like I said, way out of left field. Jonathan White, he teaches sexual cultivation exercises that basically help you to transmute uh, your... You know, we are all, right, most of us are pretty in our prime that are listening to this podcast. Uh, We are all in our sexual prime, right? And we got all these emotions running around our body and hormones going crazy. So what um, Jonathan White teaches you how to do is basically master that energy. And I've been getting really deep into Qigong and lots more stretching and yoga practices that have helped me to cult like to just channel all of my sexual energy into more product um, productive things. But you really, you know, I really recommend getting into Jonathan White stuff. He's he's really fantastic, and I've noticed a very tangible dif- uh, difference in my life ever since um, le- learning from his content. All right, Will. I hope that helped. All right, next question is from. JP, JP, uh, JP asked a question. Oh, we already talked to you, JP. I already answered your question, um, about golf and such. So we're going to skip that one. But the next one is from Ryan. Ryan asks, how did you gain or how to gain financial freedom? I think we already answered this one too. Did I already answer all these? I answered Diane. Monique. I think Monique must be brand new. Ooh. 
How do you keep a, okay, this is a good one. How do you keep a flow of abundance and faith that money will come? Okay, Monique, great, amazing question. And I relate to this question um, on many different levels. When I first started my entrepreneurial journey, I remember reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I was actually reflecting on this earlier today, so I'm glad you brought this up. And in the book, um, Monique, (laughs) and in the book, Napoleon Hill talks about how it's really crucial that you have faith that money will come. And I started reading books by authors among the names, you know, among the likes of Jen Sincero, who said similarly, you know, you should have faith that money will come. And all these, every, all these self-development authors were like, you should have faith that money will come. And I was like, what does that mean? So I would just try to have faith. And basically the way I developed faith is I kind of brainwashed myself and I would write down, like, like I just had a notepad next to my desk and I'd be like, I will make this like X amount of money this month. And like, I would just look at it and hold it and keep it in my pocket all day long. And I'd think about it multiple times a day to the point where I just, it was the only thought in my mind. So it was like, of course that's going to happen. And I did that with YouTube as well. It's like, I will have this many subscribers by this date. And it was like a very aggressive um, brainwashing of the self. And that's what helped me to cultivate faith, just kind of brainwashing myself, to be honest, uh, that, that I was going to make that happen. And if like, if the number was uncomfortable for me, then I just made sure that I could figure out a way to make it comfortable. Now, since then I've evolved a lot and my faith comes from actually getting specific with the numbers and the math. So for example, when I have, um, you know, when I have my, my business and I'm looking at my projections, I'm able to break down the exact actions that lead to the exact steps that lead to dollars in my business's bank account. So as I'm growing maxi, right? Like I know how much or like how many people basically I need to see an Instagram story or how many people I need to um, sign up for maxi to hit a certain revenue goal, right? So when I do the math, like basically what I do is I make a spreadsheet and I just, I I kind of extend that spreadsheet really long. And I I like just start doing projections and I say, okay, well, if I have this many people view my Instagram story, then I'll be able to get this many people to join Maxi. And if I get this many people to join Maxi, then this many people will join Maxi Pro. And I've basically taken that like original, just hardcore hard wiring of my brain and I've just made it logic. So faith turns into logic. Now there's obviously a giant bridge because, um, the, the faith comes first. You know, I, I wouldn't be able to have that logic really if I hadn't first had the faith that at some point in my life, I'd be able to make, you know, more than a month, more in a month than, uh, than, than I thought previously was possible in a year. Um, and then again, more in a day than I thought previously was only capable of making in a month. So the faith came in helping me to believe that it was possible and then it was solidified and you know where I'm at today I'm I'm very uh I'm very numerical with my goals and I'm able to so I know this is kind of vague Monique but my recommendation to you is like look at what your goals are financially 
and don't like don't have blind faith and blind faith is like not doing the numbers you need both so you need you need faith in that like you you believe you can hit your goals but you also need logic you you need like faith that you can see um and, and and look at like whatever way you're making money be like and do the math on it and be like okay well this is my goal what would it take to get there now maybe you run you come up short well is there anything else you can do is there any way you can get a raise at your job is there any way you can sell more products a certain way is there any way that you could potentially um you know do something and this is why the 80 20 rule is so fantastic and monique i'd highly recommend you to check out the book um the book is called 80 20 your life by richard kosh because it teaches you how to think in just the most effective way there is and basically like whatever you're doing right now to make money it's a law of nature that there is going to be an easier more um more enjoyable more effective way to get to that goal that you just aren't doing right now and you haven't thought of it so you need to allow your time to think you need to allow yourself time to think outside the box and maybe even go out in nature, go on a run and just let that, let that goal ruminate in your mind and then let new ideas come to you. And when you open your mind and you stop doing, you know, head down work all the time and you think about something different, you get a different thought, a new idea that could potentially change your life. And it'll change your life because it'll be a lot easier and a lot more effective than what you were previously doing. So um, I give you a bit of uh, a, a bit of things that you can kind of experiment with Monique, but I hope that that answer helped. And I believe that is it for today, for today's episode. And I am excited because it's February and I'm also just happy that you're here listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Mindset Design Podcast, shoot me a DM at Arlen Moore on Instagram. I read all my DMs, guys. And if you type the first word podcast and you give me feedback and I, I read and respond to all of those messages. So um, I really appreciate you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And you know what? I'm going to give you a little challenge. I want you to go on YouTube and type in Eckhart Tolle meditation and just click one and then just go on a walk and see if anything changes in you. And that's it. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.